0: Well, good morning. This is Robert Affalter, and this is the Robert Affalter Show, and we're taking off this morning on the morning drive. It's Sunday morning, and I'm going into the office to work on a chiropractic table that I'm refurbishing, putting new cushions on it. And yesterday I stayed home, so we didn't have a morning drive, and had an interesting boating experience that I want to talk about. But I also just posted uh, Mastermind Relationships that I actually recorded on Friday and didn't get published, so we just published that. So it looks like it came out on Sunday, but that's because I just saw that it hadn't gotten published, so took care of that this morning. Anyway, excuse me, now we're on the morning drive. And had an interesting experience that illustrates what I really find fun in life is having things show up. And I talked in the last episode that I just published (laughs) about forming a mastermind relationship and I was talking about being on my way to my mastermind relationship or one of them with my partner and we met on Friday. And one of the things we talked about was that one of the best things that you can get out of a mastermind relationship is the reminder to be grateful. Gratitude is a fantastic thing and a big part of what life is all about. So I've talked about the game of life and one of the things I think is so important in the game of life is to appreciate what's happening. And as my partner said, many people think it's just simple coincidences and don't pay any attention and really aren't grateful for what's happening in their life. And we were just in agreement. I said, I had just said, I think that's one of the most important things is just being grateful for what's showing up. He just had an employee. He's been looking for the right employee and he's been looking and putting ads in Craigslist and he's on the search sites that help you find employees. And so far nothing had worked out. And I said, well watch for somebody to just show up. And this week he said, he's now got two people and they both just showed up. (laughs) And I think that's just so fun when that happens. My experience yesterday was with my boat. And my son and I went together on an old boat. And that in itself was a bit of an interesting way we came about getting that. We wanted a boat. And we would bought a boat, I don't remember, a couple years ago. And we'd gone together on that one. And Ben showed me uh, YouTube about this boat. And it was fantastic in its prime. So it was built in 1965, and that was back when I used to work on engines a little bit. So I thought, well, you know, it'd be a fun project. We can see if we can get this thing fixed. And the owner said it was running and we could work on it and see if we could get this thing working. And we took it out a few times, but we really never got it working right. And I suspected it was a carburetor problem, but found out that the motor was so old, you couldn't get carburetors, couldn't get parts. Or I'd have to buy a marine carburetor. I guess the rules have all changed. That was part of it. So we went, <clears throat> wound up taking the boat to a boat mechanic, and asked him to check out the boat before we got too deep into this. And he said the hull needed to be needed to be replaced. And even if it was replaced. That the way it was designed wasn't legal for what we wanted to do. The Coast Guard, he said he claimed that if the Coast Guard had caught us out in the boat, they would have made us get towed to shore and wouldn't even let us operate it. So with that in mind, we decided to give away the boat. And somebody came and got it. And that was an interesting experience. They. Ended up taking the boat, and then deciding they didn't want it, and they just left it in a Walmart parking lot. So I got a call about that, but fortunately, I'd already—I didn't get a call from Walmart. I got a call from a towing company. They were going to auction it off. Told me I could come get it if I wanted to pay to get it back. And I said, I just gave it away. I don't want it back. Anyway. I had filed the right paperwork, so I just didn't get charged with a towing charge or anything. But it was too bad I had dealt with somebody that was rather unscrupulous. He'd sent an employee out and put it in the employee's name, so it was the employee that was actually in trouble. But anyway, that's the back story. The final story is the mechanic that was working on this old boat and said it wasn't worth fixing had a boat there for sale. And he wasn't the greatest salesman. He said the boat needed a lot of work. So he wasn't able to sell. I've forgotten what they were asking for, but it was more than we wanted to spend. But we really liked the boat. We thought it would be a great one for us. But having just gotten one that we thought would be great, too, we were a little bit gun-shy, I guess, so we didn't want to pull the trigger on another one and get stuck again. Anyway, we came back and we were talking to the guy, I guess it was the next time when we were picking up the boat, it took him about a month to get around to even checking it out. And we'd seen this other one for sale, like when we first got there. So he'd been sitting there for a month and he couldn't sell it. And he finally called Ben and said, you know, the owner called me and he just wants to get rid of it. And he's agreed to sell it to me for $1,000. He said, I just want to make a quick 1000 on it. If you'll buy it for 2000 you can have it. So we agreed to do that. Ben called me and so I said, yeah, that sounds like a good deal. And he said, the mechanic said, you know, there's just a few things wrong with it. And he'd help fix the, the ones that keep it from running. So anyway, he put a new, I don't remember, water pump or something in it and we took it out, well, it wouldn't run right. And I don't even remember now, it's been a year. But we took it back to the mechanic and he couldn't seem to figure it out. So we decided to go to a different mechanic. So we took the boat to a different mechanic and he thought it was a fuel problem, which we kind of thought too, that seemed to make sense. Well, we were concerned that the fuel had been in the tank so long that maybe the fuel wasn't good so we were asking him about draining the fuel tank and he checked the gasoline and thought it was okay but he went ahead and put in a fuel pump because it was making some noise and he cleaned the gas lines and or put new gas lines in anyway he did quite a bit of work so I guess that was the second time though the first time in he replaced the wires and the plugs, and he said he went to check the, do a compression test on the engine, took a spark plug out, and it was so corroded it just broke trying to get it out. So he replaced all the plugs and replaced all the wiring, so it was a, pretty much a new electrical system, and that was the first time, and then the second time in, he did the fuel. So he knew we had new fuel lines and new electrical system. However, it still wouldn't run right. So I thought maybe it was a fuel injector. So I was running some fuel injector cleaner in the gas, trying to get the fuel injectors cleaned. And we thought maybe it was getting a little bit better, but it just wouldn't quite run right. just won't quite open up at high speed, full throttle. And was using a lot of gas, and we could smell gasoline So we've been doing some crabbing, even though it doesn't run right. We can run it okay in low speed. It just won't really open up and go fast. So we're not going out very far when we're crabbing. So we've been able to crab okay. And my neighbor's got a couple of crab pots, but his boat isn't quite big enough to go out. So I invited him along with us and he saw what was happening. And he said, well, I've got a friend who's a mechanic. Maybe I can get him and see if he can fix it. He fixes all kinds of stuff. He fixes cars and boats and all kinds of stuff. I said, well, that'd be great. So we got home, and that was midweek. He'd gone out middle of the week, and he texts me later and says, well, Saturday work, can we look at your boat Saturday? And I said, sure. (laughs) So yesterday we wound up meeting at 9 o'clock, and we went out in the boat. And this man starts checking things out. And he can't figure it out either. But one of the things that was happening was it runs fine as long as it's on idle. It's only, I mean, as long as it was in neutral, but as soon as it was under load, it wouldn't open up. So that helped explain why the mechanic couldn't fix it before, is he was never testing it under load, he was just testing it in his shop. So we kept testing it under load, and the new guy that's in the boat with us, Nick, he's concerned that it's compression, and the boy said, well, we had the compression test, it's all be kind of irritated if it's compression when the guy already tested it. He said, okay, well, let's assume that's right, and he said, well, then he's checking other things. And. He said, It could be a bad sensor. I said, That's exactly. Right. I think it's something simple like a sensor. If we can just figure out what it is, I think it's going to be something simple that's going to get this fixed. So he pulls a plug out of a tester, has us open it up again, and it just runs great. And he said, Well, let's plug it back in and try it again. So he plugs it back in and doesn't run. And he unplugs it and runs great. He said, Well, I think you got that tester's bad so it impresses us so we're not still not a hundred percent sure that that's what the problem is but he called around he's got a accounts with parts places so he called around and found somebody that has the part got the part for us and today we're going to go plug in the part and see if that makes a boat run better but the key i want to get down to is how things can just show up in your life. And I'm extremely thankful that this man just showed up in my life and he's able to fix the boat. And it's interesting how when I did it the conventional way by just taking my boat to a mechanic, that didn't fix my problem. And yet we were persistent wanting to get the boat fixed, we're persistent in wanting to use the boat, and somebody finally just shows up. And that's what I find fun about the game of life. And of course you can say, well, you know, if it was all stuff that would have happened anyway, and that's what my master my partner Gary said. You know, a lot of people just attribute that to, well, it would have happened anyway. You know, things like that. It's just coincidences. And I agree with that. However, especially for those of us who are in business, who are entrepreneurs, when you tie watching your mind to what happens in your life, it's fascinating to see how what you think about it happens. If you're thinking about prosperity, you'll tend to get more prosperity. If you're thinking about lack and holding on to your money, you'll tend to get more bills. <laughs> and it's just it's fascinating to watch. And that's why I say mental mastery is the first thing you got to really get. Because if you get Mental mastery, if you get to watch your minds, if you you get to control your thinking, even if you just start by watching your thinking, and you correlate watching your thinking with what's happening in your life, it's amazing, simply amazing. We were talking among a chiropractic group on Facebook, about how you can think about people and they just show up in your practice. and somebody actually had a number of people agreeing with that and it was people that I really didn't think would agree. but we would all experience that. you think about something and they show up. One practice management person caused it, called it cosmic I think he was the one. It's like cosmic AT&T. AT&T being the telephone company. It's like there's some kind of cosmic force or cosmic mind, race consciousness, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to call it. Somehow we seem to be connected. And we have access to each other's, I don't know if we have access to each other's thoughts or how it works, but I'm telling you, it works and it's pretty fun. So the first part of it is being able to watch your thoughts and then correlate that with what's happening in your life. And the second one is being able to control your thoughts and correlate that with what's happening in your life. And I think you're just going to find it fascinating. And then to also be grateful. Even when things that might be considered not so fortunate happen. Hey, I just had an interesting one this last couple of days. I had a couple of bills show up that I wasn't expecting. And it's really interesting because I can correlate that with my mind. What I've been thinking about. And I can see that I was holding on to a little bit too much money. I needed to just let things go. Reminds me of a friend of mine, we were talking about how he was doing, and at the time he wasn't doing well. And he was gonna sell his car and cut his expenses, and he was doing all kinds of stuff. And I said, you can't outcut the universe. You gotta be in an expansion mode. Which is kinda, I'm really kind of in an expansion mode. As I look at it, I'm not sure why I had this little thought of controlling. I had some more money in a bank account than I needed, (laughs) than than needed to be there. And I'm not sure why I thought I needed that cushion. So anyway, it got wiped out for me. (laughs) And what's great about that is to correlate that with how I was thinking. Why was that even there? And it gets back to trust, I'm, I'm reading a book, it's called Jesus Calling by Sarah Young, I think it is. And it's like a daily, there's a page for each day of the year, and you can just go and it's just a nice reminder, my mastermind partner Gary gave me a copy. And I just find it to be a nice reminder that every day, it's, it's written for, for a Christian perspective. So it's like, it's obviously if Jesus calling. It's, it's that kind of thing. But it talks about being or allowing yourself to accept the, I don't know, what do you call it? The grace of God or that God is in your life or that something else is in control and forcing you to make decisions that are in your own best interest, (laughs) to rely on something other than yourself. And in this case, if you go back to how I've described the game of life and how I described our being, yourself is your programming. There's something in charge or can be in charge that's other than your programming. And what the last few days of the Jesus Calling has been, and it's really a theme, I guess, throughout the book and throughout the Bible, is allowing something other than your programming to control your life. And if you look at it from the perspective I've been talking about, it's still you. It's the true you and not just your programming. It's the part of you that can rewrite your programs. It's the part of you that can choose which program to run. And that part of you has to be outside the programming, outside of the space-time energy matter universe that we talk about and that's when you start seeing really fun things just show up in your life and in a great example a great analogy is searching for something on Amazon I like to do or, or searching for something on Google because The big guys are following what you're searching for. And whatever it is you're searching for, they send you more of that stuff. And companies that want to sell stuff are looking for the people that want to buy stuff. So if you search for something that you want to buy, pretty soon you're going to get an ad from somebody that wants to sell it and give you a better deal than what you were able to find and if you understand that's the way it works you just start your searches and then wait for it to show up I just find that to be a fun way to play the game and it's really similar to the way you can play the game of life decide what it is you want and there's things that you've got to do you've got to actually make the searches just like I did, the boat was a good example my my friend and his Employees showing up is another example. I mean, he's looking. But the ones that he wants, he's wound up hiring just showed up. So start your search. What is it that you want? Start taking action to get what you want. And then really start looking for things to just show up. And it can also be true for knowledge. If you want to know how something works, you know, I've I've mentioned I'm doing brain research. How does the brain work? And a lot of it's involved with marketing research. Marketing research is all about well, how does the brain work? Is if they can figure out how you're programmed, they can run your programming. Kind of like fishing. If we knew how fish brains worked, which we're getting better at, we'd know how to present the proper bait to make them jump at. It. Oh, that's the goal of marketing. Present the right offer in the right way so that we jump at it. And a lot of it's without thinking if you believe that thinking is controlling which program is running. What they're doing is just allowing that programming or they're trying to trigger the program and hoping that you won't control it. That's that's the best way to explain that. So start looking in your life. Look at who you really are, what you really want in life. Why are you really here? What is it that excites you? And what do you need to present yourself or better play the game let's probably a better way to do it. What do you need to know? who do you want in your life to better play the game? Who do you want to play the game with? So with that I'm just about into town. the game is or the drive the morning drive is over. And I encourage you to look at your life, look at what's happened to you, what are you what's, what have you been preparing to do. Decide what you want to accomplish in the future. Start putting together what you need in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish in the future. And then be a little bit humble and watch for things to show up in your life. And remember, you still have to take action while you're watching for it. You're not sitting in your chair watching for it. You're out looking in your life and you're looking where you think it's most likely to happen. But watch for it and then be grateful when you see it show up and appreciate the magic as it happens. All right, thanks for, wa- for, thanks for listening. This is Robert Affalter signing off. Have a great day.